this score kind of has literally a little bit of everything in it. It's got so many different kind of colors and textures in, in the instrumentation. My name is Daniel Pemberton and I scored the new film, See How They Run. Very unimpressive spin there, right? So the sound of See How They Run is a weird mix of like vaudeville um, musical mixed with sort of Hitchcock, Bernard Herrmann style tension with slightly quirky offbeat jazz and this water bottle and some other things. Why don't you scare me up a real drink, will you kid? Like a pint of rye or bourbon or motor oil if you have to. Yeah, hop to it now, huh? Most challenging cue of this film was definitely the opening cue, which is about seven minutes long. It's the kind of piece that's, you need to make it feel like it's not working that hard, but it is working incredibly hard. It's got this kind of core underneath it that's gonna keep you the movement and the momentum, which is the groove. But then on top of that, you're trying to write in a way where you're spotting as much as possible within the picture. You know, we add all these different elements like xylophones, like honky-tonk pianos, we use the, the old Beatles um, Lady Madonna piano, which is better known as the Mrs. Mills piano. And Mrs. Mills was like a great vaudeville entertainer. We meet the Richard Attenborough character. He's gonna have something a bit more luxurious with some harps and some strings. Uh, darlings, you're ever so kind. I'd like to ask you all to raise a metaphorical bat to the old pavilion. The mousetrap is a hundred, not out. Cheers. There's kind of like, slightly off-kilter Hammond organ on there, B3. There's lots of timpani, some tubular bells. Bang, bang, bang. They sense, you know, through the, through the movie, they later tell you someone's dead, which is quite an obvious thing to do. But with this movie, it kind of works because there's, you're playing with the tropes sometimes of the murder mystery. And I think that's also one of the fun things where you're like, sometimes you're trying to reinvent the language and sometimes you're just playing with the language that has been invented. And with this movie, we're jumping between those two worlds, both with the music and the picture. This film is set in like the 1950s and that created its own kind of conundrums of like how far do we push it? Like I found if you did music with too much guitars, it, you know, maybe it ends up feeling a bit too 60s. If you do stuff that's too orchestral, it feels too old fashioned. And so it's trying to find this kind of like halfway spot where you kind of got an era which is kind of coming out of like skiffle, um, jazz, and trying to like twist that into this unusual film world. And what I always find in those kind of situations is sometimes if you can do a bit of the unexpected with the expected, then you'll get something that kind of feels new. One of the things I, I kind of really early on enjoyed was working with the banjo. There's a lot of banjo in this. It's got kind of a mix of like comedy, but also like seriousness. Musically, the film is like someone who's dressed very serious with a stupid hat on. There's this bit where Saoirse Ronan's character is racing through Soho. And I was just thinking, I just need something, like I need something 
they all make a good sound. And then in my studio, there's always loads of crap. And I always drink from a water bottle. In fact, this, this very water bottle. And this is something that should be on one of these guitars, but I was just like hitting this. And suddenly I was like, oh great, I've got a really unusual kind of percussive instrument that I can pitch by changing the water bottle. So I just recorded that and played it, played it along. I was like, oh, this is great. And everyone loved it. So sometimes you have this huge orchestra and sometimes it will just be you banging a water bottle with a stick. And that might be the thing that feels more interesting. Mm -hmm.